Alright, and we're live. Uh, we're sorry we couldn't have Ari for you, but you got uh, myself, the Onmore of Analytics, Joe Cohen, along with my fellow Balabatha member, the Grizzled Bet, Natan Cohen. We are very, very excited with a literal all-star cast of characters who have agreed to join us today. We'll start out with uh, Miles. Miles Mallory, just uh, as a lot of you saw, just won the national championship. Um, he's a player. He averaged he averaged 15 and a half points, nine and a half rebounds, uh, two and a half blocks per game. Miles, in his junior year, has already broken the Randolph Megan all-time record for blocks in a career. I think he has 190. He's been awarded with uh, obviously the second team All All-American. He had uh, All-Region. Player. He won the Defensive Player of the Year in the in the uh, ODAC, uh, along with many other accolades. Miles, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We also got uh, Jake Rohde. Jake Rohde is a player who has terrorized our adopted sister conference, the CCIW, for uh, the last four, five seasons, actually, right? you Did you register your freshman year? I did register my freshman year. Yeah, so technically for the last six seasons, actually. Since right. yeah. Jake's been around for a very long time. Jake uh, averaged 23 points, four rebounds, four assists. Uh, he had broke the all-time record for, uh, for points in a season. If I, um, no, is it the all-time record for assistance? Sorry, it might have been wrong. Um, I didn't hear you, my fault. All right, all-time scoring leader. I think uh, Matt Matt had broken the uh, the all-time scoring points record there by two points this year at yeah, Emory. Um, but Jake Jake the assist man. Yeah, and all-time scoring. Um, and Jake has won the CCIW. Uh, has been all-region CCIW. He's a three-time D3 Hoops All-American. Um, and uh, we're very excited to have him join us. Jake, welcome. Thank you, pleasure. Uh, next, we got Matt Schneer. Matt Schneer plays in Emory. Uh, he has one of the craziest stat lines I've, I've seen of any player. Uh, he, aver he averages over the season, he averaged 23 and a half points, 8.7 rebounds, 3.6 assists. He did that on tremendous shooting efficiency, both from on field goal percentage as well as from behind the line. Uh, he broke Emory's all-time scoring record on his last shot against Rush, and he's six all uh, in a single season. He's six all-time in Emory scoring. Matt, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, congrats to the guys here for for a great season, Miles. Congrats on the on the national championship this past week. Yeah, thank you. No, this is this has been awesome. It's guys, it's truly an honor to have you guys here. Um, like like uh, you know, we're introducing ourselves, Max Fan Podcast, but really our fans ourselves uh, over the past number of years, as as Yeshiva University has become a little bit more relevant to the national conversation, getting more into it, right, getting more into what's going on, and and you cannot watch a D three basketball and not see you guys again all the accolades more than deserve. But again, just watching the games, watching the ins and outs, watching the way you guys both lead um, and develop 
on both sides of the ball. It's, it's just been, it's been amazing. Like this is for us, this is like a true fanboy episode. So apologize if it comes across that way, it's not going to be as beautiful and formal and official as, as some of the hoop still things, but this, you know, we're probably going to pitch you on the wonderful grad school that we have here at the uh, Yeshiva university. It's amazing grad options. You know, Matt, I, I know you're thinking about it. We got, you know, it doesn't make a difference. We're happy to have everybody come and join. Uh, there's nothing official about this, but uh, some incredible, whether you're a business major or a law major, whatever it is, Yeshiva university has got a uh, great things to offer, but really we're going to, we're excited to turn it over and just hear uh, a little bit about, I, I think what we wanted to start with you guys um, a little bit where it all begins. And then obviously the culmination, we know where it ended up this past season, but want to hear a little bit and, and, and feel free, uh, whoever wants to jump in, um, just talk a little bit about your D3 story. I mean, what we're really intrigued about uh, a lot of this is why D3? Meaning, again, with the caliber of ball you guys play, um, how do you end up here, right, in, in the D3 world um, versus maybe other options that were available to you? Uh, and, and now that you're here, what, what's really grabbed your attention about D3? Um, I don't know if we want to start. Uh, who wants to jump in and start? But uh, if, if anyone's brave enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us off. Uh, I, uh, I'm from South Florida originally and um, tried to play, uh, play great, had great high school experience in South Florida, uh, looked into playing Division three and Division two basketball out of, out of high school, knew I wanted to play basketball, came to Emory, had some, some visits lined up with some other Division twos in Florida, some other Division threes in the Northeast, and came to Emory and fell in love with it, fell in love with the program, fell in love with the guys. Um, it was an easy choice for me, canceled all my visits after that. And uh, came to Emory, and I don't think I was one of the, the higher recruits that Emory had uh, on, our, on our, our list of guys. I came in with a class of seven guys. Um, so my freshman year had surgery on my foot, so, so broke my foot early in about four weeks into our fall workouts. And so redshirted my entire freshman year. That's why I have a, another year of eligibility after this year, which you know, we may come back to later, later in the show. But, um, and, you know, after that, after that first year, was able to have a great sophomore year, a great junior year. Um, obviously got hit with COVID after that and, and took the year off from Emory as a whole. And, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't doing a whole lot at Emory. I know at some of the other schools at Randolph, you guys were still playing that, that wasn't going on down here at Emory. And so took the year away from basketball and that made this year so much more special. Just, just not being able to compete for a year and have that experience made this year so much more special had Roman Williams and Nick Stuck come back with me. They were, you know, in my class, they, 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 grad, they were supposed to graduate last year, came back for another year. So that's been really special to, to share this year with them. And, uh, you know, this, this year at Emory, obviously, you know, there's certain things that I want in my career that we came up short of, but, you know, three straight UAA championships at Emory. And I think we've built a, a tremendous program. And, and I think the future is, is bright for Emory, whether that involves me or not. And uh, I'm very proud that I, I made the decision to come here. It's been, it's been a tremendous experience for me. That's awesome. Before we, before we introduce, uh, you know, sort of our, our impromptu guest that we're excited to have, I, I just want to give a personal shout out to uh, South Florida. I'm North Miami beach, grew up North Miami beach, you know, played at Hillel, Hillel high school in the, in NMB and, and a big, a big guy shoe is out there in Miami now soaking up the rays. So we are, we are big fans of South Florida. Uh, happy! I think you're out in Boca, right, or or somewhere near there, or close by. That's right. My dad's from Miami Beach. He went to Miami Beach High, so we we've been around that area a lot. And uh, yeah, it's a great place to grow up. Maybe I'll I'll end up back there when it's all when it's all done. But great place to be, South Florida for sure. Yeah, let that let that be a lesson from one of the older guys here. I married a Jersey girl, and I've been stuck now in Jersey for the past twenty years. So just you know, as you guys make choices throughout life, 
you know, sometimes it's basketball, sometimes like just, you know, think about, you know, where do you, where do you want to end up maybe, but uh, no, love is love and it's beautiful. But Ryan, yes. welcome, welcome to, uh, welcome back, I would say, to the, to the hey. Balabatsim here. We have uh, some, some peers that you might know, but welcome. Thanks What's for, up, thanks fellas? for joining How us. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Glad to be here, man. I love the Balabatsim. Oh, my God, it's the man of, man of the hour. Everyone loves this man. Ryan Terrell, what's up? What doing? up, Ryan? What's good? I heard, I heard I, we saw a picture. Right. You may have passed up a Knicks game for this, dude. I Yes, I, I did pass up a Knicks game for this interview specifically. I'm, I'm sure it was for this. I, I, I'm sure it was. We feel honored. <laughs> cool. Jake, I know, we're, I know we're getting into it. Talk to us a little bit about sort of your D3 path. I know we just said, wow, six, six years um, sort of going and, and completing your master's there. But, but talk to us about sort of D3 for you. Yeah, um, when I was first getting recruited, I just kind of hit it off with Coach Baines, really, um, off the bat. Um, it's kind of interesting college career with how many years I've, I've been here. So my freshman year, um, I had knee surgery, so I only played like seven games. So I was able to redshirt, thankfully. Um, and I would say, like, the coolest thing out of all these years was really just sharing the experiences with, like, my team. Like, for example, that year – I mean, I wasn't playing, I was crutching around, but I'm still doing all these activities with all the guys and stuff like that, which is what we remember the most, not even like the games necessarily. It's something that happened on the bus or in one of the hotels or something like that. So that was, I mean, I'm very blessed to even just have a career that was this long and being able to spend it with people I consider my brothers and best friends and stuff like that. But yeah, um, going into it, um, didn't really know what to expect being really short and in, in this sport um getting to COVID and everything like that what we had built we felt like we'd been building it for so many years um we I think my freshman my actual freshman year we won seven games then a couple 500 seasons and we were finally getting over the hump um and then it came to an end in the Sweet 16 when it was canceled which was devastating, but also going off of that, we played 10 games in COVID. I didn't, I didn't uh, play in those because I was hurt again and really getting everyone. I mean, we had even a, a few six year guys and, and another handful of fifth year were like, are we going to really come back and do this? And it was kind of like, we, we have to see, where we could get it did, was did just, you guys talk about it like how, how did that come like how, how did that come like did did someone sort of start and said hey like like when, when did that talk all start that's it's one of the most interesting things to me about sort of the the amount of sort of fifth year seniors and, and beyond that people have had this year and how that came to be on some of the teams yeah and it was really learning on the fly too with everything kind of going on a covid waiver like what is what is this um and but yeah it kind of just started where once we kind of found out this news, we're all just kind of looking at each other and are you, are you coming back? Like, is this like, are you coming back? I'll come back if you come back type of thing with, you know, uh, kind of just went like that. And we all, and we all jumped right back on board. And I mean, it definitely was worth it. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Miles, what do we got here from you? I know that it, it ended well, whatever, you know, whatever there. And again, it ended well, I guess, for everybody um, to a certain extent. But as the only uh, junior in the, you know, not, not, you know, the only one not quote unquote finishing their time, um, you're still sort of in the midst of your, of your journey. So talk to us about sort of how it started for you and, and Randolph Macon, sort of why Randolph Macon? Yeah, uh, freshman year, um, 
I didn't really expect to play right away because uh, I know I was coming into a good team already. Uh, I believe they made the Sweet 16 before I got here. Um, and I kind of wanted to be here because, you know, it's been, you know, a winning program. And, you know, high school, I played in a really tough conference and we lost a lot. Uh, you know, we had good players, but, you know, we could never get over the top. And um, so I chose Macon. And I got here, and before I knew it, I was starting the first game, uh, to my surprise. Um, and then from there, I mean, we had a great season and, you know, really meshed with the guys, uh, got with the seniors. You know, the seniors never won, like, a conference championship, and I met a lot to them when, when we won that. Um, and then, you know, COVID, COVID hit us in the Sweet 16, which definitely hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, freshman year, freshman year was great. A lot of memories from there and sophomore year, it was, sophomore year was short. It was, you know, 12 games and, you know, it kind of flew by and I was playing with a, a groin injury and like, I just did not feel like, I did not feel the same, um, at all. Like, uh, you know, I barely practiced and I would just stand on the side and kind of watch the team practice and just play the game. But we'd be able to win and that was great, but I knew I could always give more. Um, and then this year, I mean, you know, you know, obviously the championship was like, you know, great, but I think the best thing is like seeing everybody's faces, you know, when we won the championship and seeing the seniors who came back for a fifth year, you know, Buzz and, and Dave. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's my story. So you guys, we heard since, oh, since Miles joined Randolph Macon, they are, their record is 73 and two in, in three seasons. It's an astounding record. <laughs> that's now, like, thank, thank God Buzz has some talent on that team, you know, so you can <laughs> lean on, you know, that, that's really, uh, that's really helpful. So, Buzz, thank you for uh, joining right at the, right at the time. We know we know once Miles started talking, we knew we knew you weren't going to be long, uh, long behind. Um, you know, on this show, we'll say co-player of the year. Um, you know, honors. I know, I know, at hoops. I know, at hoopsville. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave, Dave made a little little joke as well. So we would like to keep it going here. Um, but we, we were sitting here talking, you know, a little bit about sort of D three and sort of the you know a little bit of that YD3 that we've loved and come to uh, be exposed to so much. I think, you know, some folks have heard you in, in different places talk about, but just give us a little bit about sort of your D3 journey. And, uh, and then maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk to everyone about sort of, you know, a little bit about this season. Uh, we, we have uh, obviously three folks here from the, the championship game. Um, and it's just, uh, it's, it, to us, it was just incredible um, to watch this season play out. Talk to us a little bit, Buzz. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, <clears throat> this guy, Miles, is a killer. 73 and two. That is uh, that is crazy. Um, it was it was funny. You said we've we've had a connection since he got here. So the fact that I joined when he was talking um, seems fitting. But yeah, no, I've, I've loved my experience at Macon. Um, you know, I think like a lot of good players that probably slipped through the cracks, I probably uh, you know, big time division three at first. I was, uh, you know, thought, thought as a lot of guys can competitor, I thought I could play at the highest level. I always dreamed wanting to play in March Madness and, and all that stuff. But uh, I can remember my first, 
summer camp. I go and, and we do a summer camp that's a week long every summer. And we work with kids doing the normal stuff. And then we play pickup at night. And so that that first summer, that first night, I just got my butt handed to me. Um, and it was like, these guys can really go. They had alumni who come back and play. And um, yeah, just, just really humbled and got back to work. And um, really, it's been a, been a journey of pain since then. My freshman year, probably a lot of people don't know, I lost in the quarterfinals of a conference tournament. So we went 18 and eight. We were the one seed going into the conference tournament. We lost by one um, to the nine seed. And guy actually hit a game winning bucket on me. It was a senior point guard. So um, <clears throat> that one was the, that one was etched in the memory. Didn't make the NCAA tournament, a lot of pain. Um, and so I think a lot of people see the success we've had these past couple of years but it was really etched and rooted in a whole lot of frustration. Um, sophomore year, we lost in the Sweet 16 to a really good Swarthmore team. And um, again, that box score was on my wall for a long time. Um, it was also by one, right? What's that? That was also by one. Yes, we actually, yeah, yep. Again, so again, a lot of pain. I had a, I had a shot to win it at the end of the game. It went in and out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't pretty. And I think, Division three is special, especially this year, seeing so many fifth year guys come back and knowing they don't get a scholarship, like knowing these guys had to find a way to make it work. I know for, for Fundy and I here at Macon, we were like working a job, taking one class here, one class there, like finding any way to be eligible and, uh, you know, not have to um take a whole mortgage out on a house <laughs> so um yeah just a ton of respect for these athletes that are doing it and and uh the tournament this year was an awesome accumulation of, of all that they did a great job in indiana this year yeah well you're lucky after the the early losses miles decided to join to take you <laughs> take you except for all our mistakes if you make a mistake he'll just block it so yeah. Uh, yeah, and as and as we say here, luck. You know, again, the the one silver lining on on COVID that you didn't have to play YU in the, you know, in the Sweet Sixteen round. You know, it's uh, it's you know, it sort of saved that you know continuous streak on on both ends, I guess. But uh, no, it's it's really awesome to 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 hear sort of, again, you guys talk about. I think there's there's the beautiful thing that we we see is there's always a commonality, right, to the experience. Um, one of those commonalities being just the the fan bases the enjoyment, the fans back in the stands. I think, you know, Miles, you talked about, you know, the seniors on the team. Uh, Buzz, I think I heard you talking about on, on Hoopsville a little bit earlier about the, um, not just the seniors, but the guys from the past couple of years, right? Those guys who didn't get to finish out their seasons the years before and, and what it meant to them to see and feel like being part of that. That's, um, you know, kind of a tremendous thing. Um, I, I think, you know, one of the things that we wanted to to jump into a little bit, uh, if it's if it's okay, and, and Jake, if it's not too, uh, you know, too, too, too recent, but I mean, listen, you guys were on a, uh, a ridiculous run, you know, yourselves. I think the, um, you know, the, the, the tournament really didn't let anybody down in terms of its performance, obviously wins and losses, right. Uh, you know, are, are, are somewhat, you know, in, in the controls of the players and, and things that go on. Um, but the tournament was incredible from a fan experience from a, you know, whether a fan of a team or just a fan of basketball, talk to us about like what, what the final four was like, right. What that experience was like, um, you know, in Fort Wayne, because it, it just felt, uh, it felt incredible. 
Yeah. Um, well, for me, it was an experience that I don't think anyone in any of the four teams will forget. Um, a lot of a lot of distractions as well. We were as a team and 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 like the staff tried to make sure we still had our head on straight and and were there to compete for a national championship. But definitely, I mean, just to sum it up, really just experience. I don't, I think I can speak for other guys that were there as well. I don't think any of them, no matter the result, um, will forget that experience at all. Did everyone get their Bob Quillman picture in? Did he, did he chase down? He made sure to chase down everybody. He sadly did not get a picture with me and I saw him a few times. So I might <sighs> kind of, yeah, tough. Shots fired. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. Bob was salty about the CCIW. <laughs> Uh, but, but so, Buzz, um, to to have that that experience where like you went to the Sweet 16, um, 2019-20 and have it end, and then this one kind of there wasn't really a close game. You guys didn't have uh, one close game in the tournament. What what was that like? <clears throat> well, um, I'll start with that. My junior year, the 20, uh, 2020. I will say I was happy that we were hosting and we weren't the ones uh, who took the took the bus and then heard the news. Uh, that definitely <laughs> definitely yeah. sucks for you guys, Ryan. Um, and so I know I joked with guys of like they were talking about um, you know Indiana. We had a couple of local reporters and I was like I just hope it happens. I don't know if like a freak snowstorm was going to happen. I didn't I didn't have full faith that it would uh, that it would truly happen until it did. Um, and so we got there and um, yeah, I think the, it almost feels like accumulation of, of the years and the work, more of like a fulfillment part of that and less maybe, you know, March Madness excitement because we didn't have, you know, any buzzer beaters or any super close games. So I think it was, a, it was cool being more mature, being a fifth year. I think I really soaked in like all the years and the preparation uh, a little more, more than just Crazy, crazy run uh, to answer your question. Well, we had a question for you, Buzz. Did, did you join the Yellow Jackets because your nickname was Buzz, or did you get the nickname Buzz because you joined the Yellow Jackets? <laughs> um, no, it just, you know, it just kind of, it happened. It happened that way. Um, fun fact, though, one, uh, one football game my freshman year, I did dress up as the mascot. So uh, Buzz was Buzz one day. So that was a that's, that that's was a very thing. meta. I don't know if I can handle that. It's like <laughs> a lot. It's, it's extremely hot. If you ever dress up as a mascot, like I don't, I don't recommend it. I was not ready for the the temperature increase when you're inside inside of a mascot. Did that once in high school. It is, it is, you know, make sure that you have a halftime or quarter break planned because it can get very hot very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and also if anybody's moving and you get knocked over, unfortunately, uh a little tougher to get up but you know it's, it's a fun experience everyone should have a mascot experience um that, that they enjoy i want to talk about the important things here who still has a bracket that's not busted i mean i'm, I'm just going to go out and assume that everybody is uh you know participating in, in some d1 madness too is any any anybody looking hopeful still any anybody still alive I see a lot of, a lot of head if anybody here. had st peter's uh beaten kentucky well, you know that's that's yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't unless you're a St. Peter's fan. I think I think actually the uh, 
I want to say the uh, the governor of New Jersey had it on his bracket. I'm not sure what the rest of the bracket looks like, but you know, constitutionally, he's he's, he's obligated to pick St. Peter's or any Jersey school that uh, that was there. He may have had Seton Hall too. So who knows? I think his bracket might be the only one that's right now at this point. Well, that's the fun. I mean, like this this you know the the season. Obviously, March Madness is March Madness, and it doesn't just it goes across all levels. Um, it goes across all levels. It goes across the men's and women's game, um, and it's just incredible to watch is, you know, for you guys, does it live up to, you know, the hype? Do you as, you know, we always wonder, I think as, as fans, right. As, as players, but now as fans of the season, do you, do you watch basketball games as a fan or as a player, right? Do you sort of like wonder what the scout was when you, when you sort of see the games going on or how, how does it affect, I know Buzz, you talk about being, you know, coaches. I don't know how many, you know, people are coaches sons or, or watching this, uh, you know, basketball for a while, but, but how does, how do you guys watch? We're just wondering how that, that comes out. Like, uh, can you just sit back and watch as a fan playing as much as you guys have and knowing as much as you know, what do you got you, Matt? I think, I think that's impossible, honestly. I mean, you, you watch the game and it's just like, you, you think about what people are thinking in certain situations, what coaches are thinking. Um, I think in the NBA level, it's a little easier to watch as a fan just because those guys are on a different level. They, they play a different sport than the rest of us. They're, they're incredible. But on the college level, um, definitely just watching games these past four days, you watch it and you think about, you know, what would you be doing in those situations? What are they doing in those situations? I think it's, it's, I, I think that'll probably be that way for the rest of my, my life. I'll watch it, you know, as a player more than as a fan. You guys have similar miles as that. Do you, you get to watch uh, enough uh, other basketball? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with Matt on this one. Uh, I can't, anytime I think of, anytime I'm, I'm watching these last tournament games, uh, yeah, I, I'm just thinking about like, what was, what was the scout defensively, especially, uh, not necessarily offensively. I don't really know Unreal. all that stuff, but, uh, the defensively, I always think about like, you know, why are we, you know, why aren't we shrinking the floor or, you know, why are we doing this, uh, or something like that. So yeah, I'm with Matt. I will say like, I don't think about the I don't think about the defensive scout quite as much, but but I support that. <laughs> Everybody being true to their uh, true, true true to what they do on the court, it's beautiful. Miles' favorite play of the season was a chase down block, just to give you an idea of where his head's at. He's defense all all day. But does that ruin Come it for you? Me. I mean, like, me. Jake Ryan, what would you guys? Does that ruin it for you if you guys are, are just sort of like? Do you miss that? Like, do you miss that purity of just watching it as a fan? Or is it like, no, no, I, it's like, no, I'm on a different level now. I, w- I would say for me, it's kind of agreeing with Matt. Um, it's tough, like, seeing, just like knowing the game, like we all do, um, seeing a guy that just hit two, three shots in a row, like, how do we let that, like the team you want to win or whatever, how do you let him get an open look again or something like that? Um, it definitely can drive you a little crazy, that's for sure. Are, are there ever times you guys, like, see something, either NBA or, or higher levels of college, and, like, think, like, oh, this could this could be good in our system and, like, bring it to your coach? Absolutely. Um, for, for me personally, if I've seen a play or something like that out of whatever it is, even just up the court or sideline out of bounds, and I think it – could potentially fit our team. I'll literally video it, send it to coach, or he'll do the same, whether it's like defensive principles, this is what we're trying to accomplish. He'll send us something and it kind of goes back and forth. Buzz, I saw you wanted, you wanted, 
what, what do you have to say on the matter bus? I, I feel like you do that all day. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, like, <laughs> especially D3 hoops, like, you know, I feel like being a fifth year and, and getting into, you know, Division three hoops, my, my Division one bracket sucked this year. I feel like mostly because all the games I watched this year were Division three. Um, you know, I, I probably um, – I probably watched twice, three times, four times as many games as I did Division One. So even looking at teams where I was like, you know, I could see them making it through the tournament. Like if we played them, um, coaches probably got annoyed with me just sending, like like Jake was saying, just sending stuff. You know, maybe we could do this, do this. And um, it turned out Coach Merkel would joke that, you know, we you get to the end of practices too, like your practices in February. Like you're bare, you're not doing a lot, so you're doing like situational stuff, and um, we didn't really get to end up using using any of those situation stuff. So, uh, <laughs> but that's a good thing. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, Buzz, cool. That's twice now. I mean, cool it, cool it with that. I'm happy for you too. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like we're about to get into like the uh, the average margin of victory, uh, you know, conversation. Um, but but what, the funny thing is, it's true. I mean, we, we were just funny. We were talking with uh, the folks at um, at D three Hoops, and a couple of years ago, we we saw you know, Pomona Pitzer had an amazing play at the end of a three in the corner that they orchestrated at the end of the um, at the end of the buzzer to, to get into the tournament. And we saw three or four games this year where that play was, was copied. It worked, I think, two times in the same end-of-game situation, unreal plays. But again, that's what happens. You, you sort, of, sort of put it out there, put it in your system, it gets there, and then people start working on it and see what, and see what ends, up, ends up working. So again, now you get to save it for, uh, you know, Miles, Miles gets to save those plays uh, going forward. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to talk about for you guys, you know, and, and this maybe, Matt, this is where we'll, we'll circle back around, um, but what's next? Right, you start talking about sort of uh, for you guys. You know, Miles, you, you, you have uh, you know, as a, as a junior, uh, and probably even a COVID year, you may have a couple of years thinking about what's next um, as as part of RMC. But for for the other guys, when you think about what's next, you know, what are, what are some of the things sort of bouncing around, you know, your heads right now? I know, Buzz, I just heard you you talk about on Hoosville. Maybe there's some uh, global travel in your uh, in your future. Yeah, um, just hoping to keep playing. Um, I want to get into coaching. Uh, that's kind of the dream. I think it's I think it's such a cool, such a cool opportunity to be able to impact people at you know ages eighteen to, to twenty two and, and grow young men. So um, that's the goal. But right now, um, recently got got married. We love traveling. So you know that that's awesome. Tough. Thing, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing I want to kind of travel around and. If basketball kind of lets us do that, then that would be that would be super cool. I'm gonna put in a plug uh, for the awesome Israel hoops um, that that's out there. I know we got a couple. I think uh, De Bartolomo. We got I know uh, Simple Halper from the YU team is out there. We got a couple of uh, ballers out there in Israel. There's some good ball going out there. As you're as you're looking, there may not be a nicer country to live in. So as you're looking as you're looking, just uh, you know throwing that out there in the uh, uh, you know in the exploration. Uh, Ryan, do you have any uh, you know thoughts on that? You want to you know you want to plug as well? Yeah, no, Israel's where it's at, man. This was a good time. You know, yeah. definitely recommend it. Great food. I mean, even if the ball doesn't Great work, food, food is, is un unreal, and the weather. Food, yeah. food and weather Mediterranean, is, you know, unbeatable. Yeah. Cool, Jake. Jake, what do you got? What do you got in your mind? Um, yeah, uh, kind of like Buzz was saying. I'm sure other guys in here too. Definitely open to keep playing. Um, 
I'll, I'm finishing my master's at the end of the spring. So I'm applying for jobs and just really keeping all my options open. For the, for the folks out there, um, you know, luckily a, a Jewish heavy podcast, you know, again, a lot of business connections that we could get. Um, what, right. what, what, <laughs> what, what major, what do we got there going? What are you, where are you looking to, uh, um, something within sales, I'm getting my master's in business administration. So very cool. I know that people are, are scurrying and fleeing New York city, uh, around, around where I am as, as we speak. So hopefully the remote work will keep going. Um, but, uh, the comedy will pick up and there'll be a lot out there. Matt, we, we have a, uh, you know, a grad school opportunity that we'd like to, uh, to offer you, but, uh, what's, what's going on, uh, in your, in, in your near, near future. Yeah. So I'm going to be playing another basket year of basketball. Um, I'm not really sure where that's going to be. Um, I will say that if I go anywhere in D3, there's a hundred percent chance it'll be at Emory. Um, so, so, so I'll, I'll be, if I'm staying, so D3, you're saying there's a chance. No. Yeah. Yeah. So no, there's definitely a chance. Emory's definitely on the table. Um, but you have been speaking to some coaches over the past couple of weeks, um, trying to find some opportunities that would be good for me uh, for next year at, you know, the division one or division two level, but uh, Emory's definitely on the table as well. But um, I, after, you know, before, after the COVID year, I kind of thought this would be my last year, but I'm having way too much fun playing basketball to, uh, to give it up now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it and uh, we'll see, we'll see how that goes after that. It should be, should be fun wherever I end up. The, the development sort of, I know that sort of, you know, of the, of the folks on this you know panel, I think the, the year over year sort of growth, definitely statistically, but also just did, did that have something to do with it in terms of, you know, sort of growing or was that always sort of right as, as like the COVID year hit, you started thinking about that more and more, or was this season in particular sort of really, you know, fueled that for you? Right. So, uh, you know, this COVID year, I got Nick Stuck, one of my closest friends to come back and play with me, Roman Williams, who's been with us through since freshman year to come back. So, you know, I kind of thought this would be the three of us last time playing together, last time playing at Emory, and that would be really special. And it was. Um, but, you know, with the year that I had and now there's some new opportunities for me to, to maybe play at a higher level and even, you know, coming back to Emory, just it's it, it's been a great year. And I, I can probably speak for everyone on this panel saying that. But um, but it's been it's been an absolutely awesome year. And so I'm not quite ready to, to give it up and go into the working world yet. So um, it's kind of, it's an obvious choice for me to want to come back for another year. That's awesome. You, Miles, went from, you went from 15 what? points a game, 2019-20, you take a year off, you come back and you're averaging 24. Can you share the secrets of what you did during your uh, year off to get that type of scoring spurt? I think it's just, I, during COVID, you know, I, I kind of knew at Emory that, we were not going to be playing basketball. You know, it just, it wasn't going to happen with how strict Emory was. So I started working on a lot of new things that I hadn't worked on in the past. Obviously, you know, I tried to get some guys come back to come back that didn't, you know, Matt Dabbitt was a big part of our offense. I couldn't get him to come back. Lawrence Rowley, massive part of our team, couldn't get him to come back. Luke Morrison, who went up to Calvin and had one of the best performances of the year at Platteville in the round of 32 this year. So, uh, so without those guys coming back, you know, there's a lot of shots up for grabs. There was a lot of guys on our team that played that had never put on an Emory uniform before. So that was a great journey for Roman Stuck and I being able to, uh, to navigate that and be, be helpful to them through that. But obviously, you know, uh, worked on a lot of things that really paid off during the COVID year. So that's been, that's been great. It made playing basketball a lot of fun this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Miles, I wanted to ask, you know, just because sort of you, you know, you're not at that, that senior point, but did the, the, you know, my understanding is that obviously the COVID year, right impacts everyone from an eligibility standpoint. Does it, does it change your thinking 
or, or does it change your thinking going forward in terms of how you sort of navigate college? I mean, most folks here got this sort of news, right? And they're in their senior year, you have the, you know, the, the benefit of, of sort of having a little more time to think how, how it plays out. Like, are you starting to think about that yet? Or just, Hey, I'm just, I'm just doing things the way I was going to, and it hasn't changed the thing. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, as far as a fifth year goes, um, kind of just focused on, you know, this next year coming up, um, yeah, man, I'm just, you know, trying to become more of a leader uh, coming up, you know, losing Buzz and losing Fundy and, then, you know, losing Q and Ian, who are big parts of us. Um, that's really where my focus is right now. Uh, and losing Fundy's like beard, by the way. I mean, someone has to, someone has to pick that back up. That, that's just, probably I the most slack. I just want to point out, Miles, that Yeshiva has a very good uh, grad program. So if you want to. You know, hop on over. We we talked we talked about some of that some of that good stuff. Um, I, I mean, I think it's it's just uh, it's it's incredible. I think that uh, you know, coach might want to you know just just let him know that you are coming back so he can get the recruiting. Uh, you know, for those for those juniors that are out there now, they'll they'll know they'll know who they're playing with in two years. But I, I think it's an incredible thing. I really I think it's amazing and also difficult. I think what you guys have all been through um, in terms of having to be to navigate. Right, sort of something different, right? It's not just you go in, I'm going to play my four years and I'm, I'm done and I hope and we achieve success. And I think last, obviously, you know, what's going on around you in the country, sure the um, you know, notwithstanding in terms of how it impacted everyone else, it's just really a, uh, you guys have had to deal with different things, stoppage and started, you know, starting. Uh, and you guys are just incredible examples uh, to both your teammates, but also the rest of the, the rest of the, uh, you know, D3 and, and, and really the whole, uh, you know, basketball world about sort of how to navigate these things um, just with grace and with, uh, you know, with, with being leaders. So we, we appreciate that. I think as we, we close out this segment, Ryan, we're going to, we're going to keep you on for, for the next segment. We appreciate you, uh, you jumping in early. We got, we got Marcus A's here before, before and a couple I, guys, I, but uh, Shua, you, you, you close uh, it out for us. Well, I have one question I wanted to ask Buzz for a while, ever since I saw the, uh, his academic All-American, he's a math major. Uh, do you, are you into like analytics and does that play a role at all at Randolph-Macon? <laughs> Good question. Um, so math major, why I did it was I didn't like writing papers. So math kind of came easier in college. So I thought I would, I would go with that route, but um, ends up my senior year, I ended up having to write three math papers, which I didn't even know a math paper was a thing. It's so, probably worse than a regular paper. <laughs> yeah, so you can't escape papers in college any way you go. Um, we do have a senior senior year project. So I did like analytics, um, kind of what the Massey ratings are. I basically, I took like, I stripped all these D3 stats from the 1920 year and uh, I used a prediction formula. And so I took the sweet 16 games and I predicted all the way throughout. So I did like a whole presentation, kind of used the four factors that uh, Ken Palm uses, yeah. if you're familiar with that. And the Dean Oliver, Oliver legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I predicted a champion. Um, was it Randolph Macon by any chance? It was, it was the, uh, the defense, the defense played through in the numbers. Uh, it would have been us and St. Thomas in my, in my senior capstone would have been national championship game. And they're doing like decently at the division one level. So it makes sense. Yeah. That's pretty cool. This, That's very cool. Remember we got, we got the big question that we're going to ask both your, yourselves and the other panel, but you know, honestly, you guys, like I said, you guys have basketball knowledge, deep basketball knowledge, right? You, you, you talked about, you know, watching games as players or coaches rather than fans. 
talk about like the the we just want to like honest assessment you know all you know first team all american second team all american is now a squad in d1 right talk to us about talk to us about your chances talk to us about sort of you know we're throwing you let's say uh you know let's put you in the america east let's put you in in one of the mid majors somewhere what talk to us about like basketball as it translates versus what you see in sort of d1 and, and how that would play out i think uh, you know, our fans have been asking us, you know, that, that's one of the questions that popped up on Twitter all day. I think with Buzz's uh, math skills and, and coaching, I, I think we have a solid chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the Jewish dream, you're probably feeling pretty confident on the court. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I, I, you guys, nobody was thinking a D3 Hoops player of the year is a nerd. Are you kidding me? That's what I was thinking the whole time that he was talking. Come on. I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> this is coming from a UAA guy. I thought that's I thought that was <laughs> that's <guy>. true. That's <laughs> true. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, but I mean to answer some of your question, I know we got an exhibition against Richmond and against Maryland in my career. So we've played two D ones. I don't know how uh, these other guys have had experience with that, but um, in both cases, I would say defensively, you know, we're big on on defense, but like defensively there was probably more space on the court to like, you know, operate and get the shots we want. Guys were just more athletic and could close out at a ridiculous fashion. Um, like when I played Maryland, uh, my freshman year, I played better in that game than when I did uh, against CNU for a home opener. I think division three, just you have to be so much more disciplined and so much more uh, tighter to your schemes because you don't have the athleticism to make up for it. So I would say it would be it would be really interesting when you take you know the highest level of of skill in Division three and um, and you put it to the test. So I you know I think the Tommies were kind of a cool example. A lot of people followed them. Right. Yep. Yeah. We're starting a rec league team, man. <laughs> well, I said with the majors that we got yeah. here, we're probably starting a, a Chelsea Peers or business league. You know, we can get people we can get people out. I know I know I know Gabe's already uh, Gabe's already in it. He's gonna go and he's been talking with Pete, right? About uh, you know, you got some, you gotta get some more lockdown defenders out here. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we know, we know on the comments, Bob and and Matt says you guys, uh, you know, would would win more than half the leagues in D one. So you got you definitely got a vote of confidence out um, from the uh, from the fan base out here. So we 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 really appreciate you guys. Um, it's been in unbelievable privilege um being able to sort of take on this journey of this season and the seasons before uh, and we're looking forward to, to following you guys and following um your path as we go uh you guys are welcome like i said we we are not a uh a, we're not a formal show uh, you're welcome to stick around we're gonna we're gonna bring on now uh marcus azer and uh matt layritz um who are who are hanging out with us here in the uh, i believe uh shua who else we got we got one more that's uh that's coming on yeah, we got uh, Jack Davidson. Jack Davidson, of course. Could not forget Jack Davidson. I forgot which if Jack was going to come or if Eric was going to show up instead. We didn't know, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We don't have to kick anyone out of the building here, so uh, we'll we'll be making the we'll be making it go. Uh, but guys, thank you guys so much for the time. Um, like I said, feel free to feel free to hang out. Um, but also, uh, we know you guys got busy schedules and, and getting congratulations, guys, on a great season. But but even more so, congratulations on being incredible role models um, to your fan bases uh, and to to everybody in the D three community. And we can't thank you guys enough. Peace. Enjoy hey, the rest you, of. Thank, uh, thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah. congratulations, guys. Great great year from from everyone here. Congrats. Yeah. Peace. Thanks for having awesome. us. Awesome. Yeah.
Yeah, Thank you guys. Awesome season, everyone. Oh, Jack Davidson's getting on. I got to get off now. I got to get off. <laughs> so, Matt, I want to. We want to talk about that Emory Wabash game. I mean, come on. All right, I, I, I'll take a couple minutes if we want to talk about that. Oh God, <laughs> that was one of the. That was one of the. I mean, it was just. I'm sorry, you guys have to play it. It's fun. We get to watch it, but you know, it was amazing. Back and forth, baby. Yeah, no, Wabash is a hell of a team. Really well coached. Obviously, Jack hit some incredible shots during that game. It was a, it was a challenge to guard him the, the whole night. Um, you know, I was, I was one away from, uh, from sending him home and winning that one in our place. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it was, it was a great game. It was a lot of fun to play in. It was a lot of fun to watch as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that game was insane. Matt put a triple double on us. So, uh, we had our hands full with him and, uh, man, that last seven seconds of the game, I was just holding my breath, hoping they wouldn't put it in, but we escaped, but it could have gone either way for sure. I heard you guys love those Odak rests that you had. No comment from Matt Schneer on that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into the ref talk because I know uh, we might get some comments from the IWU Wabash game. Maybe he just followed you guys around. I don't know what's uh, you know what's going on, but you know we 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 love the refs here. We don't talk about refs. We uh, you know again. I, I think we may have some future. You know who knows? Future refs among the crew. Uh, and we'll figure it all out, if not future coaches. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we don't want to make any uh, disparaging remarks as we go through. But welcome, welcome, welcome to Jack Davidson, to Matt Leiritz, and to Marcus Azer. Thank you guys so much for joining us here. I'm going to, unfortunately, uh, you know, we can't just chat before we, like, sing your praises. We have a, a D3 audience here who's relative newbies. So I'm going to turn it over to my man, Shua who's going to talk a little bit about you and embarrass you while you sit on here by, by singing your praises, showing some of the highlights. So go ahead, Shua, kick us off. I'll start. I didn't get to, to uh, talk about Buzz, but Buzz, Buzz had so many accolades that if I read them all, it would take up the entire show. So I cut them, I cut them down to a couple, but he's obviously the D3 Hoops National Player of the Year. He's a two-time first-team All-American, four-time ODAC Player of the Year, two-time academic All-American, which is my favorite part. Um, he's third in program history in points, first in steals, first in assists. Uh, Randolph-Macon has a 117-14 and 14 record since Buzz has got here. Um, so just an incredible, incredible career. And, like, what a dynasty he created at Randolph-Macon during his years there. Um, we got Jack Davidson, who – uh, I feel like if he had another year of eligibility, he'd get 3,500 points. Um, he scored 2,464 in This year, he was 26, 6, and 4 on 54, 49, 91 shooting. Just an absolutely unreal season. He has all-time record in points at Wabash and also, I think, all-time record in assists as well. 377, I think I read that. Um, uh, I, don't think, I don't think I have that record, but oh, you're I don't know that's our SID for that one. I might, okay. Uh, you're a three-time academic All-American um, and among many other accolades, obviously the first-team All-American uh, this season, along with some form of a weird snub of the third team in NABC. We don't understand that. You probably don't either. Um, believe it. Uh, we got Marcus Azor, who's also uh, just incredible stats. He led his team in all five major categories. Reminds me of LeBron James in the 2016 set. 2016 finals, 17.8 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, two and a half steals, one and a half blocks, had five triple doubles on the season. 
just the force um, in every area of the game. And a lot of fun to watch. Some of his dunks, I, I believe, are the best dunks in D3. Uh, we got Matt Lairds, our uh, player from our second favorite team outside of Yeshiva. Uh, he's also a two uh, time academic All American, two time first team All American, finalist for both Justin's and Bevo Francis, which he shares with Jack Davidson as well as um, Buzz Anthony and Ryan. And Mark, uh, who am I missing? And yeah, Matt, Jack, Buzz, Ryan, I think are all finalists for both. Um, he averaged 18, nine and a half, two and a half assists. He shot 44% from three as a big man who can dominate in the post, which is incredible. Um, he broke Jack Sigma's single game IW record for rebounds in a game on December 30th in New York. I remember that. I don't know what, I think I was around somewhere for that. I was one. watching that game. I was watching that game. Yeah, I, I really don't think 25 is accurate. I don't know who was keeping stats, but I'll, I mean, I'll take what I can get. I don't know. I was just counting them out the rebounds. Why you didn't get it? I wasn't counting them out the rebounds. I know you did. Um, I thought we were staying positive from now on, Shua. Come on. That's true. That's true. Sorry, Bob. Too soon, man. Too <laughs> soon. Too soon. Way too soon. Come on. We we, we were ripping Jake Brody about that. Dude, this was last year already, this game. You guys got to get over it. Um, so really like everybody's stat line is just incredible and it's really awesome to have you guys all on and get to meet you and hear about you guys didn't get to introduce Ryan Ryan all we need to say is he just declared for the draft so I don't know how much more we need to say about what Ryan did in his uh, D3 Hoops career but he does have the all time record for points in Yeshiva history Um, he has a fifth year of eligibility if he actually decided to use it he would uh, break the all-time uh, D3 points record, in my opinion. I think Bob Coleman did the math, and it, it makes sense. Um, and Ryan actually, like, just changed our program. Our program on third something that was not relevant nationally to a program that was very relevant nationally. And a lot of that is thanks to, to Ryan deciding to make the commitment. So we're obviously all very thankful for that. Um, but anyway, enough about Ryan. Uh, thank you guys all for joining. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank Appreciate it, guys. Really, no, really, this is, it's tremendous. I think it's, you know, it's part of the, uh, you know, we don't want this to end. You know, I'm not sure how you guys feel about this season, but uh, we definitely don't want this to end. And and I think in, in the minds of the fans and others, it, it's, it, there really is something to this, right? I mean, the fact that, you know, the season stopped, right? And and had to, and had to, yeah, and had to pick up, right? For those who were who were here two years ago, whatever state they were at, you know, right before the the Sweet 16 of the tournament, um, this is just right something that people have been waiting for, star for, and didn't disappoint. You know, as we as we sort of talked all the way through. So we we wanted to start out, and we, we talked with the group before, but we really want to hear your perspective, right? Sort of your D3 story, and talk a little bit about sort of that last two years and how it culminated into this year. I don't know if, uh, you know, who wants, who wants to start us uh, to get going, um, but appreciate it. I don't know if uh, Marcus, you want to, you want to jump in a little bit here and then we'll, we'll kick it off and go around. Just talk to us about why D3 for you, right? Sort of like how you ended up here uh, and, and sort of what the experience has been like. Yeah, I'll start off. I'd like to say, um, thank you guys for having me be on the show. No um, pleasure. Yeah. Coming out of high school, I was like, I was a late bloomer, so I only had like three D three schools on um, reaching out to me. I took a visit to each one, and then Dartmouth, um, Coach Bab, he seen the potential he had in me. He had plans for me, 
And then the community just felt like home. So I just went with that school and made a new um, family. It, it felt right from, from day one for you? Like it really was like a smooth, I mean, obviously, um, you know, the last, uh, last, last, this year has been incredible in terms of what you guys, the run you guys have been on. Uh, and being able to get to where you did, but uh, did all like have, is this you know your fan base and everything was new right away? It was the right choice. Yeah, starting from the first year on, just um, just being able to grow as a person and a man, just uh, just like the best four years of my life, and I really enjoyed it there. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Does he have an extra year uh, that he wants to complete? Yeah, we're gonna pitch you on. We're gonna pitch you on the Yeshiva Grad School. Uh, we're gonna do that. <laughs> We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that soon. Was as that we, as not yet? Did I jump the gun on that? Yeah, you're a little. You're a little early. I gotta. I gotta set the stage. We got Cardozo. We got all all sorts of things that are oh, you know law, finance. We got. We gotta learn more about them, Brian, before we start to make the pitch. We gotta customize it. Customize it to my each fault, player. My fault, my fault. It's all good. It's all good. By the way, if you want to come, we have the uh, a great high school tournament next week. If anybody wants to come down, starting actually uh, was it this Thursday? So uh, we'll we'll have some basketball going on at the uh, at the the Max Stern. Uh, don't worry, Matt, it'll be 70% capacity. So nobody has to worry, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, any, any health concerns. You know what that means in the MSAC, Matt, so. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, 70% capacity. 70% capacity, which means people will only be sitting on each other in every other chair. Um, so it works out. Yeah, well. sitting, along, sitting along the baselines, walking across half court during warm-ups, sure, sure. <laughs> the fans like to get up close and personal. We appreciate it. So, Jack, what, talk to us a little bit about uh, your, your D3 D3 journey. And we know uh, there's obviously some basketball that runs in the family as well. So, you know, talk to us about sort of like you know, how you ended up at, at Wabash and, and what that was like for you. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, coming out of high school, um, no, I wasn't like an elite player by any means. I was more like a spot up shooter. Um, but Coach Brumman, Coach Sullivan believed in me from the start. Um, they recruited me harder than anybody else. And uh, for me, like Division Three, I, I wanted to get a really good um, education along with playing basketball. Um, and Wabash gave me that opportunity, um, and I've enjoyed every minute of it for sure. Um, but yeah, for me, it was just about getting a great education while still being still being able to play the game I love. So um, that's what I did. And looking at Jack's stats, they were the only ones that were similar level of volume and efficiency to Ryan's on the season. So it, incredible shooter. I think Ryan was 58, 48, 75, and Jack's. 54, 49, and 91 um, shooting. He killed me on the free throws, man. By the way, the free throws, I, I heard, I mean, I didn't, I, I probably should have known this, but I think I heard it on the call during the IW game about how, how many did you hit in a row? I think it was sophomore year. Was that, is that the record that, that, that exists right now? And how was like 95 in a row or something like that? Yeah, it was 95, 95. That is a lot. I think my record is five this year, so. <laughs> We'll get in the gym this summer and work on the free throws. I appreciate it. I need it. <laughs> cool. And Matt, Matt, talk oh. to us about, uh, talk to us about from, from your perspective, obviously a lot of history also, right? I mean, coming into IWU, uh, again, a lot of these guys, you know, we talked to obviously the program, right. is almost there before you get there. Right. So, sort of, you know, talk to us about sort of what was that was like, why you, you chose Illinois Wesleyan uh, and sort of what that experience was like. Um, yeah, of course. So um, pretty early on in my recruiting process, I guess like summer going into my senior year of high school, I think I kind of came to the conclusion that like the environment of higher level division three is what like the type of college basketball that would suit me best. 
um, that I would feel most comfortable playing in. Um, and then I, I took a visit to a bunch of schools, but um, after going to a couple IU games, taking a couple of visits, you know, getting to meet the, meet the guys, coaching staff, um, you know, really getting like a feel for the culture, feel for Bloomington um, and everything that they're about. Um, just felt like a great fit. And uh, it obviously worked out. I mean, I only have good, good things to say about the school, about the program coaches. I've gotten the chance to play with like a great group of guys over the past four years. Um, so yeah, it was just like a perfect four years. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Is the highlight of your experience shopping at a Jewish grocery store in Teaneck, New Jersey? Uh, that has to be up there. Well, that that made that made us feel like rock stars. Well, the best experience, no doubt, was playing at Yeshiva. There's nothing that compares to that throughout my basketball career. Like hands down, the best. Um, but yeah, that whole experience was awesome because we were walking down the aisles, like in our practice jerseys, like right after a shoot around, all sweaty, and people are like taking pictures of us. And they're coming up to us saying like. Oh, are you Illinois Wesleyan? My husband's getting off work early to go to the game and stuff like that. We're like, what is what is going on here? Yeah, and then you showed up and and uh, you know getting off the bus probably saw. I mean, I I think I may have been inside of the time already, but I, I heard there were lines back to like you know, two three blocks down. Uh, you know, um, past the library, past everything. I mean, something like we've never seen at Yeshiva before. So it was it, it wasn't all about Illinois Wesleyan. I think it was a little bit about the Yeshiva team too, but. It was, uh, it was, it was tremendous again, tongue in cheek, obviously. Yeah. It made us feel a lot more special than and important than I think we actually are. So as D3 athletes, a little bit of that might be needed. To, to the, to the certain kids, that's what you are. You guys are that special. And that's like, that's what's so meaningful about it. Um, and Ryan, and Ryan we've, we've heard, well, you know, we've heard, we've heard your story, but I think it's important, you know, again, to, to, to share, you know, with these guys a little bit in terms of, you know, they, they may have seen some of this, you guys have talked, um, but, you know, just wanted to ask you, has, has you know, everything you thought it was going to be, um, is, is it like, you know, sort of you had that idea, like what, what were you imagining you I, know, four years listen, ago? I, I didn't think we'd get the press that we got. Um, you know, that, that was, you know, kind of really cool. Um, you know, um, you know, the, the ultimate goal was to win a national championship. So, uh, you know, didn't get to do that. Um, but, you know, the, the, the fan support and, and the sport around the community has just been insane and incredible. And, um, you know, an experience that, you know, not a lot of people get to get and um, one that I'll, I'll have with me for the rest of my life. So I, I appreciate uh, Max Nation for that. Jack, awesome. from what I've seen on Twitter, uh, you've played at a college with a, a similar type of rabid fan base and support. Talk a little bit about that and talk about like the most charged environment you've been in, in D3 that like the most exciting environment. Yeah. Um, our fan base is incredible. Um, there's no other way to put it. I mean, most of all, all our home games are packed. Um, we went on the road to Atlanta for the first round of the tournament at Emory, which is like nine hours from our campus. And it felt like we were playing a home game, both games. Um, our fans travel incredible, incredibly well. Um, the game at Illinois Wesleyan, um, we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with their fans. I mean, I think it was a great atmosphere to play in. That was probably one of the best atmospheres I played in in college for sure. Um, so it's been incredible to play for the Wabash fans. Um, we have a great alumni base, great students that show out, um, and it's been a ton of fun. A lot of credit to them. Yeah, it was awesome to see. Uh, of course, you have your number one supporter, Eric, who managed to get himself kicked out of the Williams game. But 
but uh, was all, the, I think he was the biggest advocate of any player on D3 I've seen on Twitter by far. Like, he gets that award. Yeah, he, uh, he, he loves using Twitter, and he, he can get a little out of hand at times, but um, it's an, he's an interesting account to follow. That's for sure. Yeah. Talk to us about that because again, this is this is an experience you know again that I think is 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 sometimes different than D one obviously with where it goes. But but talk to us guys about about family, right? And sort of you know the the support that you have from families, whether it's you know the the ability to have your own families around um, during the season or or sort of adopted families who may be in the area if you if you are you know going to college a little further away from home. Talk to us about that experience, right? How that's been and how you felt that support, not just the fan base you know, broadly, but also of the, you know, the parents of players and the families of players, you know, through the season, what that, what that's like. No one just, yeah, jump um, in, Jack. Personally, like my family is unbelievably supportive. Like my, my mom and dad didn't miss a game this year. Um, so I, it's, it's amazing. And obviously my brother, he can be obnoxious on Twitter sometimes, but he's like my biggest supporter. Um, I love him to death. So um I've and, and my girlfriend Ann too. So I've had a great support system. Um, so many people um, reaching out throughout the year, throughout our run to the Final Four. Um, so I'm just so grateful for that. And uh, big shout out to my family who almost never misses a game. So just wanted to say that. Marcus, how about you? Um, yeah, we had a great fan base at our school. All the athletics team support each other. They're always front row. My family tries to make it to as much games as possible. And I know, like, if they don't make it, they're always watching me. After the games, I'll look at my phone and there's texts on mistakes I had. <laughs> good just, like, just like family, right? Yeah, yeah, tough tough love, right? Yeah, tough love. But they're my number one, number one fans and supporters. And just, like, everyone in school, like, we have probably had, like, the lowest uh, 1,100 fans at a game, at a home game. So it was just a great environment. That's awesome. That's unreal. Matt, for so, you guys, I know you guys traveled well, um, as we as we saw, even even to New York, which was a special trip. Um, but definitely a, a, a full gym we used to see at IWU, and that's, that's a tough place to fill up. So what was it like in terms of the support, the games at IWU? Um, is that, you know, how does that compare? How does that, how does that experience? Yeah, well, I, Illinois um, is definitely a basketball state. So like outside of our school obviously most games we get a solid student section except when we played Wabash unfortunately we were on spring break um so they kind of got the leg up on us there um but like from the student section uh to like I will alums around town or just like people that live in the Bloomington area show out to every game on a weekly basis whether it's a Wednesday night Saturday night game um it seems like they're always there uh and even when we travel within the conference um it seems like there's always green in the crowd no matter where we are um, so yeah, big shout out to our fan base. They were awesome throughout the four years. Um, yeah. And the Titan parents definitely travel well, no doubt about that. They're loud. They're loud, nice, and proud. loud and proud. Some of the nice people get ever met. And speaking of loud and proud, um, Ryan it, is, is Mama Terrell, like, does she have to clear like NBA, you know, like how, how does it work in this whole thing? I feel like every team should be recruiting your mother. Yeah, I think, I think why you hired her as the mascot permanently. So she may be at every home game there next year. No, but um, my, my, my parents have been and brother has been at, at pretty much all of my games. And, you know, the, you know, 
my mom will be starting to chant on one end and my brother's doing the worm on the other. So, um, you know, that kind of support is just amazing. And then my dad's always sitting there, you know, anxiously quiet, you know, pulling his, pulling his hair out when I miss those free throws and, uh, uh, you know, but having that support there is just amazing. And, um, you know, I love my family for it and, uh, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible to watch. So let's talk a little bit about plans for, for next year, future. Uh, start with Marcus. Marcus, you thinking play, trying to play more, use another year of eligibility, enter your career? Uh, Yeshiva commit. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, after playing in an all-star game, I did sign my, I did forgave my last year of eligibility. So um, it was a hard decision thinking about what to do, but some opportunities were presented to me and I think um, I want to pursue them. I love everyone that, um, at UMass Dartmouth, nothing but love. Everyone supports um, what I'm about to do next. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're going to, we're going to, you know, wait to hear. I don't, I don't know if you're, you're allowed to talk about it, but we'll wait to hear about sort of what's, what's next. But wanted to talk a little bit as you, as you think about what's next, talk about that all-star game. I think, uh, I'm not sure if there was anybody else, Matt, I don't know if you, you were there. I think, um, but the, talk about the all-star game that took place um there because that was you know unfortunately many yeshiva fans uh you know with with sabbath observance we couldn't we couldn't watch a lot of what went on and during the uh the final four weekend we watched most of it on on tape but but the final four what kind of uh, sorry the the all-star game what, what kind of experience was that and that was a great experience you know being from like new england playing basketball i don't get to see those other guys in other parts of the country so it was just it was a lot of fun playing with the great talent and also, it was just hard watching the Final Four because, you know, Randolph beat us. But it was good, high-level basketball to watch. Like, definitely a great time. Met, made new um, connections with coaches and players. Hopefully, that will last a lot, lifetime. That's why that's pretty good. That's all it. Yeah, don't feel bad. Randolph beat everybody. Um, so, you know, that just turned, it just turned out that way this year. Um, what about you, uh, Jack? What do, what do you got going on? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and pursue a uh, professional career overseas. So um, that process kind of starts now with getting a, the right agent and stuff like that. But uh, that's my plan. As, as we as we did on the with the segment before uh, with the other group, uh, I, I will be remiss if I don't mention that uh, Israel is is a is a basketball mecca and a wonderful place to play. But honestly, you won't you won't find a a more welcoming country. Uh, and just they uh, an incredible, incredible, uh, the food there, the weather, every, everything you could possibly uh, want. It's a great place uh, from a family perspective. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a tremendous thing. So that'd be my pitch uh, out. You know, it, it, it is overseas, maybe different seas, um, but definitely, uh, definitely keep that on the radar. And if, and if we can help in any way, we can definitely connect you out uh, with some folks out there. I'll keep that in mind. Appreciate it. No worries. And Matt, so which of our grad schools um, are you going to be taking advantage of this, uh, you know, this this next season? Uh, that's actually really funny that you say that because I'm not kidding. Minutes after the final buzzer went off when we were playing at Yeshiva, I had like four people come up to me. I know they were they were joking, but they told me about how like how great the MBA program is at Yeshiva. Uh, so here we are. Um, but uh, right, because, so right now I have my name in the transfer portal. Um, Illinois Wesleyan doesn't have graduate programs. Um, and so with, and so with it being division three, um, you know, there's no athletic scholarships. 
So financially and for the sake of my own career, um, like professional career after basketball, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to stay. Um, and so we didn't have any fifth years come back for this season. Uh, our seniors graduated last year. And my coach, Coach Rose, is completely on board with helping me throughout the process. Um, so at this point in time, I am trying to get a, like a scholarship um, and work towards an MBA degree. So that's awesome. What, what area uh, in your MBA are you focusing on? Uh, I haven't really thought that far ahead. It kind of depends what schools end up offering me. What school? Uh, yep. Yeah, and then I can look at the programs from there. But I really haven't gotten to that point yet. Very cool. No, wish you, we wish you a lot of luck, and honestly. Are you interested? Thank you. Man, like what type, of career, what, what type of career is like your, your primary interest? Uh, management consulting. Cool. Yeah. Work for a big four. Or... Mm -hmm. we, know some, we know some people around there. Ryan, we, we've all heard, you know, sort of some rumors about what you're what you're what you're uh, going to uh, you know, be doing and, and, and we know what you're going to be successful at. Talk a little bit about like what that process is like or whatever you can share. Obviously, it's not a you know, hop, skip and a jump, right? It's not a, a straight path that goes there. What, is, what are the next you know, couple of months, six months, a year sort of have have in, in, in store for you? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I got to finish school online, but, um, uh, just, you know, trying to take it day by day and, uh, train every day, all day, uh, as much as possible and, uh, really try to get ready and, uh, keep on getting better every day. So are you, are you able to do that? Are you staying, are you in New York still? Or are you, um, are you, so I, I'm in Los Angeles now, uh, I will be back for the Sarachek tournament because you can't miss that. Uh, you guys are Valley Torah, number two seed, number two they, seed. They got snubbed, man. VT should be a one seed, but uh, let's not talk about that. Uh, they're going to win the tournament. I'm calling it here. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm heading back out to New York for that tournament and then coming back here and, and um, you know, just preparing. I know, I know we, we heard, uh, you know, collectively on the, on the last group, you know, the important thing you guys are, are obviously basketball players, but also fans of the game, right? In some ways, students of the game. We had a little bit of this conversation before, just interested to see, first of all, does anybody still have a bracket in play in the D1 March Madness pool? And if you are, you know, how do I get you to make my picks in the coming years? Um, but but also, you know, as, you, as you sort of mentioned that, like, do you guys watch basketball? And can you watch it um, from a fan perspective? Or are you really just watching it? Like, you watch it and you wonder, you know, whether, whether it's the scout or other things or, or, you know, from a coach's or player's perspective, how do you watch basketball? How does that show up as a fan for you, Marcus? Is that, is that something you can still do in, in sort of the way you used to do it maybe 10 years ago? Nah, I definitely can't. Like during the summer, I'll be coaching clinics and then Abby wanted to step on the court with the kids. So it's just hard for me to watch it. Like watching that on from the side, I just think of it from a player perspective on like what would I would do if I was in that, in that position and stuff. I just, it's never, it's not going to be normal again. It's the new normal. Yeah, normal. Is it better or worse? Uh, it's just something I got adjusted to. I'll just say. Different. For the better, it keeps my competitive edge. Keeps me very competitive, so. What about you guys? What about you, Jack, Matt? Yeah, for me, I mean, I'm a basketball junkie, so I watch it all the time. Um, I found myself watching more D3 games than anything this year. And I was watching Ryan a bunch, um, watched the Yeshiva Iwu game. So um, I feel like I was watching more D3 games than anything. But 
just in general, I, I just love watching. Um, I'll find myself like sending plays to my coaches and stuff like that when I'm watching. And uh, yeah, I'm always breaking it down and, and trying to take some moves from like elite guys in the NBA and stuff like that. But overall, I just love watching basketball. Which team would you say you send the most plays from to your coach, Santa, uh, Golden State? Uh, well, I, I definitely try. I, I definitely watch Steph a lot um, just to emulate him, like, personally. But team-wise, I don't know. It just kind of depends. Um, I'll see a bunch of different sets on Twitter or just watching a game, and, I, and I'll try to get them clipped up and send them to them and, so we can run them. But um, no team, like, in particular that I can think of. Yeah, your, your game looks a lot like Steph Curry, so it's uh... – You've done well. What about you, Matt? Um, yeah, I'm definitely still a huge basketball fan. I live in an off-campus house with six other guys, um, all of whom are were either basketball players or used to be basketball players. Um, so it seems like every single night we're sitting down watching two or three games. That's it's awesome. nice. I always, I always, to me, I always find it nice, right? Like, cause it's great. That's why I love living on the East Coast. And then watching the West Coast games, like once the East Coast basketball, I can I can sit and just tee up. All right, it, everything's just starting out there on the West Coast. So watching uh, some of the West Coast conferences in D three and 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 some of the midnight games even in D one, uh, the beautiful thing nowadays, at least, is pretty much turn on the TV anytime and you can uh, you'll find a game to watch, right, or stream. It'll be on every time. So that's awesome. Uh, the junkies definitely have uh, their fix of basketball. So, question we we posed to the last group, but curious to also your guys' thought if if we created a team with the first team, second team, all Americans and put them in a, in a mid-major conference D1, how do you guys think you'd do? I think we'd win some of the conferences. All right. They like it. I'm with Marcus, man. There's a lot of, a lot of talent in this room. So uh, I'd feel pretty good with the guys we're rolling out there. Yeah. With it. Let's just do it. I think I have to agree with that. I mean, just watching like St. Thomas this year and just seeing That's what they were able to do in the Summit yes. League. Yeah, I, I feel like we'd have a decent shot. Yeah, you know, you'd have a ton of shooting from like every position on the court. Um, and also some some pretty good defense. And you have Marcus who will dunk on anybody in D1. Uh, yeah, so I, I agree with you guys. You guys just have to all join the D3 TBT team and then we'll get to see it. That should work out well. As you guys think about some of the, the favorite sort of like, you know, again, you, know, you talked about it before, and I think you guys, some of you experienced it, right? Some of you walked into legacies already, but some of them are creating it um, as you go, right? You think about leaving places, right? Better than when you found it. Uh, I think that's true in, in all your cases. You know, what, what would you point out to as sort of like the, something that basically, how do you, how did you know, right? Like if you look back on the season, what's the memory that tells you, yeah, you know, I left my I left my impression. I left my last lasting mark. Um, I did what I set out to do. Like, how, how do you how do you know when that moment? Or you just you know you have to wait to see what happens later. Is there anything that happened this season to do that for you? Um, I'll start off. I want to say like from a few years ago. I want to say like my sophomore year, we made it to the championship, and unfortunately, we lost to WestCon. And then the following year, we brought back the same guys, and then we ended up winning. We ended up having a season there in COVID, played 10 games, and we won our conference championship. But we didn't have the, um, the NCAA tournament. So we brought in the same group of guys from that championship team, and we were just driven to make a run 
an NCAA tournament that we didn't get the chance to have during that COVID year. And then that just helped fuel us for a tournament and made our Sweet 16 run. Yeah, that was awesome. And obviously, it's too bad that everyone ran into the same hustle that is Randolph making this yeah. season. Yeah, for me, like just something similar, like Wabash hasn't had a whole lot of basketball success in the past. Um, we hadn't won a conference tournament since 1998. Um, or, yeah, I think it was 1998. We hadn't made the NCAA tournament since 1998. So it had been over 20 years. Um, so when we won the conference championship and then uh, made the NCAA tournament, and then the run we made on top of that was just icing on the cake. But uh, most of all, like we had a, a senior-laden group. Um, and just to do it and make that run with those guys um, has meant a lot. That's awesome. What about you, Matt? Um, you know, I would say just being able to get to the Elite Eight this year um, and with, like win our conference in back-to-back -back seasons, um, you know, has kind of stamped um, success on the career that me and my classmates have had at Wesleyan. Um, when we like our first two years as freshmen and sophomores, uh, we were one of the last teams on the board. So we were bubble teams both years. Essentially, we missed the NCAA tournament um, by one game each year. Uh, and at Wesleyan, there's a ton of history. At, um, there's always expectations to make a run in the tournament. Um, and this was the first time a deep run had been made since I think 2014 uh, when they went to the final four. Um, so in terms of like really putting a stamp um, on the program, I would say getting back to the Elite Eight and getting back to advancing far into the tournament. Yeah, I think it's, you know, even though it's, uh, it's you know, a distance between them, right? That's back-to-back -back years now um, that the, or back-to-back -back tournaments that the CCIW has had, right? Somebody in the finals of, uh, or the final four of, of, uh, of, of the tournament. So obviously a conference that is incredibly tough and that we've heard all about, right? It's just the, the regular season play is, prepares, you know, the teams for the tournament, you see that, you know, year in, year out and making that run. Ryan, I know we've seen great things, obviously, in the Yeshiva program, um, things that, that we haven't seen sort of, you know, for, for a long time or, or ever, right, as you talk about similar to, to what Jack talked about, right, like, you know, the, the program historically being able to make it, you have that, you know, a couple of years in a row in the tournament standpoint, you know, what, what do you want to see out of the Yeshiva team going forward? You know, what, what do you, you know, what, what will make you and Gabe and, and, and Ethan and all the guys happy in terms of, you know, knowing that you started something, you know, what, what do you, what do you look for in continuing the program? Just keep on getting better and uh, keep name keep Yeshiva in the national disc uh, discussion. Um, you know, I know Simons is a great recruiter and, you know, he's going to get guys. I, I just, you know, I hope to see a national championship uh, for Yeshiva one day. And I think uh, that day could be soon. Um, but just keep on getting better and, and uh, just have a great time. Oh, it's awesome. I'll share personally, you know, again, as a, as a, as a former Mac and, and we, we sat there every year saying, you know, let's get in the playoffs and make a run in, in the playoffs, right. In the, in the sky, even just, just in the skyline, right. And making the playoffs and having 10 years winning, you know, 10, 10 winning seasons in a row, it was huge. And we were proud. And I think, you know, the pride only grows, right? So as you start to see, and we talked to uh, the Ryan with Nabel out of Marietta, who said like their team used to be in the bottom, right, of their conference. So seeing the growth that, that these programs can have and the success that, that having players like you guys uh, and continue the growth and continue the legacies and be able to build off of is huge. Ryan and Matt, will we, will we see you guys uh, in, in Bloomington, you know, for a, uh, you know, for the, 
for the game next year. We know it's a it's a it's a home and home series, right? So we got next year in November. I don't know if you guys, you know, depending on you know Matt, where where and, and Ryan, where your uh, next year's take you, um, you know, maybe maybe circle a date to come back, uh, you know, to to watch that game. Well, Matt's come to Yeshiva for grad school, so <laughs> so me and Matt will be in uh, IWU wearing Yeshiva jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm going to do everything in my power to make it back for that game. Uh, I feel like it's going to be just as rowdy as the Max Stern AC was. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that game. We are. We're, we're hoping, we're hoping to arrange a road trip and, and, and get out there. We know again, the shirk is, 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 it's, uh, it's super, uh, it's exciting. We, we can't, we can't, uh, we're counting down the clocks already for that game. Um, we, we listen, we really appreciate you guys. Shoot, I don't know if we have, have anything else for these guys, but, uh, um, we can't say enough. Thank you guys for being giving of your time uh, and just letting us come along for the ride for the season, right? As, as fans um, of both D3, uh, of the max of, of just the broader community, the one thing that we've been struck by uh, and, and you know, we'll share with the crowd here watching how open everybody has been, you know, whether it's players, coaches, pundits, whatever it might be in terms of saying, you know, Hey, do you, you know, do you want to answer a random DM from somebody you've never spoke to before and then show up on a podcast? It's like, yeah, sure. We love, yeah, whatever. What, what can we do? And it's just been, it's been unreal. Uh, we have a special guest. I, I did tell him that we use the same link every time and he can jump anytime. We have, uh, we have one of the best guys that we could hope to have here uh, who's going to jump on right now. Hey. Ryan Scott hey. from D3 Hoops. I'm muted. Sorry. Hello. The best interviewer of them all. Yeah. Who I, who I got to share a uh, a press room with out at uh, out at Stockton University. That's right. I I had to crash. I hadn't realized that the same the same. You guys will have to remember now. The same Zoom link works all the time for this. You can crash in whenever that's, you want. That's because into this everyone podcast. to come back. Don't get don't give it away. I didn't tell Bob that. Now we're going to be inundated. <laughs> I had to crash before the season was up. It was, I, I have to just say thank you to all you guys. I wanted to pop in. Um, I got to see, to meet Matt and, and Ryan in person in December. And I got to see Jack and, and Marcus this weekend. And it was awesome. Um, also, we need to make sure we don't judge these guys by the people who pump them up on Twitter because they are all respectable, very kind, nice people and not, not, not uh, uh, what you might, expect from from all of the twitter love that they get up there the twitter lovers are also kind and respectable people they're just very passionate yes passionate yes people. i know you're really just talking about poppers he's just way too excitable and we gotta <laughs> we gotta calm him down but otherwise oh, um that, that dude just you know he's just too out of control sometimes man goes he, he gets a little bit he starts bending on things it's, it's just uh you know it's a, it's, a, it's a shame for the sport um uh, but otherwise in that ryan like you know, as you reflect, and I know you, you've, you know, probably had about, I don't know, a hundred episodes on, on Hoopsville this year alone. Um, you know, what do you take away from, from the season? And what do you take away from, you know, these guys in terms of just the, the impression of this season? Uh, it just felt like there was so much talent. I mean, even more so than some of years past, maybe because of the fifth year senior, maybe because of, of people hanging around, but it was just, the ball was at a whole nother level. Yeah, I mean, and and I think everybody appreciated it more, right? Because everyone missed out on something that was really important, and and you felt that all across the country. You know, everyone was putting in full effort. Everyone appreciated this in a way that they they hadn't before. Um, you always hear, and you guys are some of you entering into this now. When your career is over, you can really appreciate fully 
for what you had. And I think you got a unique experience of kind of getting that in the middle of the process, right? Is you never knew if this was going to come back. You never knew if this season was going to happen. And so you, you got that from everybody. That was just such a great year. Uh, Everybody putting on, on their all. I mean, I think I, I have rightly been called a little bit of a Wabash hater over the years, but what you guys were able to do on the run that put on at the end to kind of finish off this career, I think was absolutely fueled by the experience of not having it for a season and, and understanding just how much you appreciated what was going on. Honestly, I think one of the coolest things I saw, I know, I, I know we, we talked, uh, you know, a, a little bit, you know, a little bit truth, a little bit, you know, not about the sort of Twitter and sort of some of the goings on there. Uh, I'll tell you, um, I believe it wasn't Jack, correct me if I pronounce any of this wrong, but um, seeing Amani Jones sort of comes to defense of, of Eric Schreiber on, on, on Twitter, on some of the things, like, was, is, again, that's to me, it's one of the coolest things um, about D3. I mean, hopefully it would happen anywhere, um, but but that was just awesome. I mean, seeing teammates be teammates, not just on the court, um, but be be brothers um, outside, no matter where they go, and hopefully that will continue, you know, far beyond the basketball career, but that's that's the kind of feeling, that's the kind of thing that, that's happened this season, uh, hopefully will happen every season, um, but it's just unreal. And I, I imagine that was the case, obviously all season at Wabash, but all the, every, each one of your teams, uh, the brotherhood that exists um, between the players, no matter whether they're, you know, seniors, and, you know, fifth year seniors or whatever, and been through the trenches or guys really just coming on, right? Like I, I know we're looking forward to, to great things from a Cody Mitchell, right? Now they're freshmen that, that have really uh, done incredible things already and, and are only going to now have that mantle to carry to be able to have that leadership. So uh, it, it's been unreal. And that was, that was I'm talking about hella, hella cool to see, um, you know, just again, showing up every, every place we can. So with that, we'll give, we'll give guys the, uh, you know, a little bit of the final word. Shu, I don't know if we have uh Anything specific that we want to we want to ask these guys? We can't thank you enough, guys. I I, I appreciate it. Unfortunately, when you when you see this, you guys are going to miss out on the on the all the comments if you go back to YouTube. Unfortunately, I don't believe it it keeps the comments, or maybe it does, and you'll see. But Marcus, your family is hilarious and and amazing, and it's been like half the fun has been me just like looking over to see what the next uh, back and forth is. It sounds like uh, sounds like uh, Irv. Is that is that is that your dad? Is that an uncle? Is that so? Who's who's Irv? One of my number one fans. That's my brother. Your brother. Your brother has been uh, has 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 been apparently uh, you know giving you some uh, when you talked about sort of the mistakes that maybe your text. It sounds like uh, Irving maybe the uh, the the one that shows There's up there. So it's it's been awesome. Hopefully uh, you know that's been that's been part of this experience. So forgive me if it appeared rude as I was leaning on to the right. But these the comments here are are hilarious, and hopefully you guys uh you know get to get to see them as you go. But we can't we can't be more thankful uh, for you guys spending the time. We hope uh, you won't be you won't be a stranger um, to D three to the community as we keep going. We know some of you um, you know are gonna are gonna go on to bigger better things. Well, everyone's gonna go on to bigger better things. Um, I'll give you my advice. You know, as I gave the uh, you know other guys in the last session, uh, you might get stuck if you marry a Jersey girl. So just figure out you know what you do in that start start of life. Think about where you want to live and, and the climate you want to be in. Um, but you know you're gonna go on. You develop both professionally. Uh, and otherwise. So we're just unbelievably excited. And you may be sitting in, in this chair or in a different chair or coaching or, or playing in the NBA, God willing. Uh, so a lot of awesome things that are going to happen this way. Thank you guys again. Um, and appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yep. Thanks for having us on. No worries in this. Like I said, the link is always open. Anybody can stop by. 
uh, feel free, Ryan, you, you, you know, you got some people get the key, the key, they can come in whenever they want. Um, but we're going to be following you guys. We're going to be looking forward to what you guys have going on. Uh, and just again, happy to help in any way that we can. Thank you again. Congrats to you guys on great seasons. Appreciate it guys. Congrats to you. You too. Thanks for coming on guys. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks to our audience watching. Appreciate as, as we leave again, feel free to like subscribe. Hopefully we'll have a lot more, um, we're going to try to connect uh, to people as we go. We also have some wonderful charity opportunities and other opportunities uh, that we may be throwing out there, but can't thank our fans and the audience enough. Again, being part of this D3 community, Ryan, I mean, listen, thank you for, for, you know, letting us in. Thank you for, for coming and, and, and joining us. I know you, uh, you know, I feel like I have to send you to another show now because, you know, I want you to get the trifecta in tonight. Um, but it's, it's, it's just such a privilege to be able to do this. What, what is your off season? I really actually, yeah, as we're still going here, I want to, I want to know what your off season is like. Um, well, I try to check out as or much there as is. possible. I don't keep up with all of the, the, the rumors and and <clears throat> news as much. My wife works in a school, so summers are kind of special for us. We don't have a lot of time otherwise, so we do a lot of family stuff over the summer, and I really try to get back into it when fall comes around and. And because we really don't know, somebody in the chat had asked, like, who's your favorite, you know, already to win the championship the next year? And we don't know. Right. I mean, we have the advantage that, you know, Pat sends out kind of a little questionnaire to see who's coming back and who isn't for some of the better teams. And and that really helps us kind of figure it out when the season starts. But you don't know. Right. I, I you know, and uh, um, we'll see coaches move around. And that's always interesting to follow um, who's going where, which positions are open. Um, but ultimately it's, it's when the games are played, that's exciting. So um, my off season is doing a lot of other things so that I can dedicate some time uh, in the winter to this. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. I know we, we will be, you know, again, teams on the recruiting trail and, and we're just, uh, you know, we're, we're excited, but the right, the, the off season is a time to recharge. I still think the landscape is still going to be with all the, again, COVID year and stuff shaking out. It'll be probably a couple of years, right? Before that landscape, you know, shakes out. You might see more, right? Of this transfer portal and, and sort of moves that happen at the end of the years and people using eligibility. Um, I appreciate the comment from Bob on Twitter. So I, or, or on, on the, on the, on the chat. So I will clarify for everybody that I am beyond, beyond happy that I married my Jersey girl. I am not complaining at all about the, 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 the wonderful marital situation I'm in and my beautiful three girls. So thank God it is, it is absolutely wonderful. Uh, I just, you know, I've tried to move to Florida for a couple of years and now I gotta, you know, I gotta live vicariously through Shua. So, but it's, it's all good. That was um, a move if I've ever seen one. Exactly. She's standing right behind. No, I'm saying. Um, so no, it's, it's all awesome. We know we're going to be paying a little bit of attention. We got a high school tournament coming up. We'll be talking a little bit about uh, it's hilarious and, and fun to see how many of the, the players come back out and watch their high school teams. I mean, you never, you never going to, you were talking about uh, Ryan when you came on about asking Marcus, whether uh, your alma mater was you know one of the finalists. It's like, it, it's wonderful. It's amazing to see how, um, people sort of take that experience and, and it becomes part of their experience for life. And that's what, again, we've loved about this. We hope we continue that excitement and that narrative going into next season. Shua, thanks a ton for all the research on this one. Um, wow. I mean, what a, what a lineup. Uh, so excited to put this together. So thank you for that. Ryan, thanks again for, for, for hopping on and stopping by. Um, and I think we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Maybe on the season, maybe not. We'll see what we got going on. Yeah. 
No, thank you, Nathan. I, I had a whole thing prepared, but then Buzz wasn't on, so I got off to a rocky start with the, the intros, but it got better as we went along. I'm no Ari Lamb. Listen, we can't we can't all do the intros. We asked Ari to tape a few for us, but you know, um, you know, when he gets permission, also is 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 when he'll get it. We'll get we'll get it back going. Maybe we'll start uh we'll start we'll start researching those in the off season. Uh, but everything should be should be great. Again, thank you to Mayor, uh, tremendous Mayor Wiesel on the ones and twos. Still haven't figured out what the ones and twos are, but we know he's on them and we know he's great at them and he helps us out and it's tremendous. Thank you guys. <laughs> oh, that's the best troll of the year. I just got a, a smiley face chat from my wife who joined the YouTube uh, chat. I, uh, I'm in for a long night, everyone. So with that, I will bid you all adieu and uh, good luck. We'll see you again as we as we count down to this season. We, we can't, again, thank you enough and appreciate the brotherhood um, that's out there uh, and, and wishing you all in D3 world. Enjoy the rest of the D1 madness. Talk to you soon. Yeah, I second everything you said. You, you took everything I could have said and you said it in your, in, oh, no. in your monologue. So I second it all. Um, but this was awesome and looking forward to doing more. And Ryan, thanks for jumping in. Oh, really glad to do it. From you we'll see you in Bloomington in November, all right? Just remember to circle, circle the calendar. It might happen. Yeah. I didn't manage to get to a game because I kept pushing it off. And it was a. I'm very disappointed in myself. So I'm already going to be booking my tickets. Oh, we're gonna, we're going to run that. We're going to run that trip. We got to show up. We got to show up with Yeshiva as well as they showed up at, at the Max Stern. So we got we got to figure it out. But it's going to be awesome. God willing, everybody stays safe and healthy. Until then, enjoy that special summer. And peace out, Mayor. Thank you again, and we'll talk to everyone soon. <laughs>